I'm not doing that intro thing I do at the beginning anymore. Why not? Can't be asked. Just can't be asked, mate. Like, we, we, how long have we been going now? Uh, on, on this particular show? Nearly, nearly 18 months, nearly two years. Yeah, probably about that, yeah. And have our numbers uh, changed since the first episode almost? <laughs> um, maybe slightly grew, maybe slightly, slightly. Depending. Slightly. So, nobody's tuning in for the first time in this episode and going, oh, I wonder who the hosts are and shit like that. So, I'm, I'm chucking it for a while. I can't be asked. People are getting bored, no. there, surely. <laughs> okay, well, my name's Colin. You can find me on Twitter at Colin, A-T-C-O-L-I-N. <laughs> um, feel free to look me up. Oh, fuck that. I'm Jack. Um, if this is the first episode, go back and listen what? to them all. <laughs> yeah, what a first impression. Fuck me. Yeah, fuck it. But we're doing a talent show. And again, this is just um, laziness, man. I completely stole this off of, you know, Joe Wilkinson and David Errol. The guys that well, do... Yeah. Yeah, really, really funny, really funny guys. So, um, they they done a pilot episode thing on their chatterbox feed, and it was a talent show basically where they got entries, people send shit in, and I decided to do the same. Um, we don't have a bigger fan base as them, unsurprisingly, so we didn't get many entries actually sent in. Although we did, we did get one, which we'll, we will get to. Um, a talented listener. Most of these have just been plucked from the internet. I'll be perfectly honest with you, but um, we're going to. Be talent judges, mate, and see where uh, these people's talents, where it would get them in the world of, let's let's be honest, talent TV shows and fucking celebrity shows and all that sort of reality shits all over the TV. So I could see some of these people probably getting on the fucking telly, man. Yeah, they could probably appear on like Britain's Got Talent or some nonsense like that where you do you do see it. I've seen a guy on there like whipping table 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 cloths off of tables use, using his nipples and stuff like that so well I thought you were talking about the wee Chinese guy there's a lot of Chinese entries in this competition by the way the wee Chinese guy that would lie and have a, like a wee tiny towel over his cock and balls and put like a teacup on top of it and like Same whip guy, it off yeah yeah, yeah that fucking idiot so yeah that's the kind of talent we are uh, dealing with here but we'll, we'll pick a winner at the end calling and all that sort of shit so um, this is Wrong to Our Memories Talent Show. You're in control of the the sounds, mate. And the first entry is just entitled Fart Symphony. Have you listened to this? I haven't listened to this one yet. No, this is, I've loaded these, but not listened to it. Now, this is one, Jack, which I believe is audio only. There's no video to accompany this one. Is that right? Yeah, this is, this is an audio one. Yeah, yeah. So... This is the first time you are hearing it and the first time probably all the listeners are hearing it. So let's see what you think of Fart Symphony. Just um, give us some time just while I get it up there, Jack, if you don't mind, that would be great. Aye, no worries. Aye. You just... I, I did tell you to set this shit up before we started, so... but it's, I think they're all there apart from this one, so there we go. Right, Fart Symphony, is this what you want to hear? Let's yes. do it now. <laughs> First things first, I need to make it 
abundantly clear that I'm sitting watching a 36-year-old man piss himself off in here. Like, absolutely piss himself all the way through that. Right, I keep hearing about a background, right, because I, I cut I cut the first 30 seconds out of this. Right, the, the, guy done, the guy's recorded a fart, right, and then, I don't know if he's a musician, right, but he's realised that his fart sounds exactly like a very specific musical scale. Do, 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 that one that you heard, obviously, and he's put it into a song, mate, so... That that's Fart Symphony. Do you think he could be big somewhere? I would be more impressed if he'd created a symphony purely out of farts. The fact that he had to include actual proper music dilutes it a little bit for me. Oh, come on! I, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I have. I have to be honest. That's how those judges speak, isn't it? They say things like, "I have," and then they look at the camera and say, "I have to be honest." Um, yeah, uh, I would have liked it if it was just 100 percent pure farts. However. The farts that I heard were good farts. Yeah, there was only one good. fart, but there was only one fart. I thought there was, there was not multiple farts. No, no. Like I says, um, he farted that one time, <laughs> and realised it sounded exactly like that. Um, that scale full. If there's any musicians listening, they'll know that scale. I'd imagine it's quite a famous one, and he's decided what's, to stick it into his wee symphony. What's the What's the thought process? You think that goes through the average person just to have the recorder ready for when they fart? Have you ever recorded a fart? I've never recorded a fart, never in my life. Um, I don't think I've recorded it on my phone, but I think, do you ever mind years ago you would get to be like kind of after the uh, talk about, boy from Home Alone? From the Home Alone thing, yeah. I, my dad had like a wee tape recorder that had to be tiny tapes that were about that size. Like a dictaphone type thing. A dictaphone type thing. Like Alan Partridge has got. Yes, basically. Exactly. Like that, I'm sure I farted into that when I was about 14 or 15. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nine or ten, but okay. <laughs> Fifteen months ago, yeah, I. Uh, yeah. that was for okay. something, man. Like, well, well, I'm going to, I'm going to score that. Right, we're going to give you a score. What will we scale it from? Let's give it marks out of ten. Ten, that's a pretty standard scale, I suppose. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with Fart Symphony. I'm going to give it seven. Okay. Before I think about a score, are you writing these down? Are we ever going to go back to them? And will there ever be a winner? A yes, pen? okay. You have, shown, <laughs> you have shown me your pen. I apologise for having no faith in this. Yeah, um, thought, okay. You gave that a seven. Right. Okay, I'm giving it a five. So that's an average of six. Cool. I'm, I can do that maths pretty, pretty easily. Right. Now, turns out, Colin... When I say turns out the Chinese event of this competition, you know what I mean? Um, I found a single video of pretty useless talents. Um, some of these are quite visual. <laughs> uh, when I say some of them, all of them. Um, so what we'll try and do, we'll try and describe them to you as as we we play the video, basically. So we'll describe them to you and see what we think of them and see if you can picture this in your mind's eye. Sound all right? Yes, um, I should, we should say we are going to supply you guys with the, the YouTube uh, link, aren't we, so that you can watch them themselves as well? Is that going to be in the show notes? Uh, maybe I. Like if, I think if you just type in useless talents, it's the first fucking video that comes up on YouTube, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if we'll post it in the, the, the show notes. I don't know how many people fucking read the show notes anyway, to be honest, and click links and shit like that. I don't know. Okay, Small number. Okay, so this first one is Man with Super Grip, yeah? Yeah, man, my super grip, yeah. Okay, let's do it. 
Oh, he's going in really slow motion by the sounds of it. This has happened. This has happened before when we've tried to put things in here, but it started to fucking go all shitty like that. So I'm not editing okay. this out. We're going to have to can, figure this out live. I can fix it. Give me just one second. Okay, okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll describe. I've seen this video of like, so I'll kind of describe what's happening before you hear the sound. Right? There's a guy, Japanese guy, yeah, Chinese guy. There he is, and he's in a home gym type idea and do you know there's a fucking baby there as well but see what he's doing like he's got he's got like a not like a big beer bottle you get like the three pound like ones 40. Yeah. is that what you call them in America yeah 40 right, he's got a 40 and he's flipped it upside down and he's got his digit first digit on top of the bottle and then just his thumb and he's holding the bottle and then throwing it from one hand to the other and catching it in those two fingers. But it's like ver- vertically down. So he's got a fucking super grip. Why there's a baby there? Do you think he's entertaining the baby? And they've caught it in video and decided to send this in. <laughs> or as he sent, as he went, put the baby down, I need to fucking record this. Why I've got sticky okay. fingers. The whole thing just looks weird to me. Like having the baby in that home gym. It doesn't look the nicest of home gyms. Um, he's got the most obnoxious bright pink t-shirt on as well. It's horrific. Um, I think Jack that this is a trick. I don't think this is a, this is a skill. I don't think this is real. I think right. it's tricking you here. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll come to trick later on as well. But now we've described that to you guys. Play that again, so they've got that picture in their head, right, of this guy standing in a home gym in front of his baby. Can you? Vaguely hear him throw it? Yeah. There we go. Absolutely fantastic visual content on an audio podcast, but that's what you're getting for the rest of this show, so if you don't like it, you can turn it off now, because that's unfortunately what's coming. To give an idea of his talent, um, I'm holding a spoon in my hands just now. It's like a wee ice cream spoon that you get out of a wee ice cream tub, yeah. That's the very one, yeah. And I'm holding it with the same fingers that he has got on. And I'm trying to throw it and catch it in the same hand. And I'm literally throwing it, I'd say about three millimetres before I'm crabbing it again. And I'm dropping it every third time, Jack. So there is a definite skill involved here, but I'm just not sure it's real. Um, and it's, it's weird. Bottles are, there's lots of tricks you can do with bottles. like Or people do things with bottles other than just drink out of them. Like... In the pub, are you bad for peeling the labels off bottles? No, but I remember there used to be the... If you picked a label, you were gagging for your hole or something like that. Well, was, that some, was that some sort of body language expert thing? Or? I don't know if it was a body language expert thing. It was just something that people said. Um, okay. I drink Buckfast. And to be, I, I'm actually drinking a little bit of Buckfast as we record because it's Friday night. If you get a bo- bottle of Buckfast out of the fridge and let it heat up, you can pick the label off in a winner and it's quite mm-hmm. satisfying because it once it condensates or the opposite of that, you can you can peel it off in a winner. But no, I don't um maybe used to be when I was younger. Yeah. But you know anymore you, you're a label picker. Yeah, I'm still quite bad for label picking. Um I used to be in my younger days I was a bit of a there's no other word for this, but an arsehole. Um if you and I yeah. were going for a going for a beer and we both had bottles of beer. I would tap the top of your bottle with my bottle to make yours overflow. Oh, dickhead move, yeah. 
Yeah, we've all done it. Used to always do that. I used to enjoy doing that. Um, Can you do the? Can you do the the can of juice on its side trick? Yeah, well, it just really depends how much juice you've drank out of it. Yeah, that's that. That's the magic to basically you make your your can stand at basically at a a forty five degree angle. Uh, basically 45 degrees, but uh, yeah, it depends if you're drinking about half a can of juice, it's pretty simple, man. But some people just don't get it and do think it's sorcery. Like, it does impress stupid people. The, the one thing that, you know, you're talking about really shit impressive things. Like, I'm a smoker, right? And I've just actually rolled a fag there, if you heard any background noise, so apologies. But um, it used to put, like, a fag into a five-pound note and roll it around quite tightly, and then you could fold it fully in half. And then, oh, right, okay. and then open up again and the cigarette wouldn't break. Hmm, I've never seen that. Um, I've, I've watched and, people roll cigarettes and as a left-handed simpleton, I could never roll a cigarette in my life, just couldn't do it. Yes, it's, it's a pretty useless talent unless you really want to smoke a cigarette by yourself or smoke doobies yeah. when you were younger, but no. Um, nope, absolutely not. Well, I used to when I was younger, but yeah, I used to have a wee machine that done it for me. Then I lost it, and I decided only a couple of years ago to start. This is boring as fuck, man. <laughs> Sorry, right? Um, the next one, super belly suction, mate. Now I've seen this before. So, well, I set the scene, and do you want to listen to it and set the scene as we go? What will we do first? Let's listen to this one first, and then we can talk about it. I think. Right, let's let, try let, that. Right, let's. I'm going to listen to this very carefully, and and see if it mirrors at all what we're going to describe. Okay. Right. Slow motion again. Wow. <laughs> there okay, we, we are. We just need to reload it and it fixes it. It's no problem. It takes no problem at one second. All. Here we go. And we press play. And here comes Super Bell. Yeah, Right. The only thing you really get from that clip, I'll be honest with you, is that there's a lot, there's more than one person there. There's a gang. There's a gang of guys, and there's this. What do you think the boy is? The kid that's the got the super sucky belly. Like 15, maybe? Ah, he looks about 15. He looks like a teenager, basically. And what they've done here is they've got like this big metal pot thing and like stuck it onto his belly, and it's got a hook thing on it that's attached to a rope, and he's got a super sucky belly, and then he's pulling, what is it, a fucking, like a, a truck, basically. Okay, yeah, like a wee truck, yeah. And then see the sort of commotion at the end? I totally just remembered we never scored... Uh, the last guy did we so already that's went out of the window that just came I just came I to me I just came I to me Mick Floda ah oh, fuck it right um, we'll give that guy uh, four right oh, fuck um, it what was the last one the socket super grip super um, grip oh you, you thought it was a trick so you did so you, you'll be lower than that surely <laughs> no I like a trick uh, I'm right. going to give that an eight. I'm going to give it an eight I give it a four so he's six as well so he's the yeah. same as the fart symphony guy so that's super grip Super hand, super grip, right? So yeah, what we saw sure. at the end of that clip was people trying to basically undo this pot to this poor lad's belly. You had like three or four people pulling him from behind, three or four people pulling the pot off his belly, 
and it just wasn't moving. And this poor lad's belly was getting further and further away from his head and his legs, basically, as it went <laughs> out. It looked horrendous. It looked painful. His body was in a shape that it shouldn't be in. I There must be more than just suction involved there because it just doesn't look right. It's it's not pleasant. It's another Chinese fella. Um, I, I thought China was supposed to be like a cutting edge of technology, Jack, and all sorts of cool stuff going on over there. Um, but so far with the with the guy throwing a bottle up and down, with the guy with a, a, belly, a, a pot belly, basically, with a pot on it, pulling a truck. It's it's not quite the, the superpower. This guy would definitely be the guy that travelled from China to appear in Britain's Got Talent. Yes, he would. You could imagine him like putting Cheryl Cole, Nicole Scherzinger, Louis Walsh, and Simon Cole onto some sort of a like an open top truck sort of thing and pulling them along. That would be his act. He's belly. Aye. Yeah. Take him out the studio. He'd um, get through for being unique. Oh, we've never seen a belly sucker before. So we'll put you through and then you watch him in the quarterfinals, whatever they call it, and you go, right, he's what he's doing the fucking exact same thing. That's what I think about these. See fucking escapologists on the TV. It's them and impressionists. Like, because I watch Prince Get Talent, hold my hands up. It's one of the few shows that me and Callum watch together. But when they come on, I immediately want to kill myself. I don't mind the impressionists as much. I agree with you, escapologists. What they tend to do with escapologists is they come on, they do their first rehearsal or their their first act, and it's quite impressive. It's good. And then they'll come back the second time, they'll do it a little bit higher up. And then the next time they'll do it a little bit higher up again and there'll be fire involved somewhere. But at the end of the day, it's it's the same guy. Hello friends, Colin here. The looks, the charm and the brains behind Drunk Term Memory. Just wanted to pop in and interrupt your listening pleasure to let you know about our Patreon and some changes that we've made to it recently. We've now introduced a £1 tier where you get absolutely hee-haw other than the sense of achievement that could only come from supporting two great guys like myself and Jack. We've also reduced the price of the two top tiers uh, by a pound on each of them, just because we appreciate life is a little bit shit just now, and uh, if we can make things a little bit better for people, then we will. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash memory, and you'll be able to get early access to shows, ad-free, and lots of bonus content. Escaping. There was this cunt that was on uh, this year's who was a the big tank of water guy with the padlocks, like the same one you see every year. And then he got to the he got through and he put like black ink into the water as he was doing it, so he couldn't see him doing it. Right, just, okay, yeah. That made it even worse. Yeah, because you, you couldn't you couldn't see him struggling, and everybody like even the judges went, "Nah, it's pish, man." Yeah, I think he was trying to be. He was wearing mascara and shit like that. He was one of those guys who wanted to, to look yeah. dark and scary, so he thought, like, I'll, I'll go into the pitch black, it would be scarier, but everybody was just like, we can't see what's happening. It could be a fucking yeah. trick. Aye, exactly. So it was uh, absolute dog shit. And impressionists are the same, man. Especially impressionists that walk out and <laughs> I'm not going to do the prep. Well, do you want me to do an impression? Who of? I don't know. Good for Scythe. Good for just to, 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 nice to see you, to see you nice. Nice to see you, to see you nice. <laughs> but, that, but, <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Because I said nice to see you, to see you nice, you go, ah, he's meant to be Bruce Forsyth, and that's what all yeah. these fucking impressionists do. 
Do we actually say the person's name? Oh, yeah, that's the worst. If they say the person's name, that's bad shit. Like, that's and here cruel. comes Alan Carr, and then they put on a, just a camp voice. It's like, right, like okay. They stick their teeth out over their lips. Yeah, oh, here's Cheryl Cole, and it's just generic Jordy voice. Like, all oh, right, okay, good stuff. Are you going to do a scouser next as well? That. Brilliant. I should go. I should go on and do my my Donald Duck. That would be a, a winner. Yeah, can you do that again, please? Yeah, put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm giving that nine. You're, you've entered this talent show, mate. Colin. Right, I'm, I'm giving it a, ten. Right, so that's a nine point five average. <laughs> Sometimes it, can, sometimes it's good. <laughs> sometimes it's bad. Oh, uh, this this cunt uh, with a fat belly. Um, he's getting a four for me. He was pish. Yeah, I'll give him a. F- I'll give him a five just to see you do some quick maths. Four point five. Cool. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah. So, Darwin Awards. Um. You sort of stuck these in the notes, mate, because we're still working for notes here, obviously. So, why, why did I was a bit confused as to why you stuck just randomly stuck the Darwin Awards in? Because, because I pay attention, right? And right. the the YouTube clip that we're referring to here says on it, these are all entries in the Darwin Awards. All right, okay, sorry, missed it. <laughs> <laughs> right, fuck, completely missed that. But <laughs> so I've heard of the Darwin right. Awards, basically. Yeah. Right. Like to. To sum it up in a sentence or two, it's people doing fucking stupid things and really hurting themselves or even dying and shit like that, basically. Yeah, basically, it's a, it's, it's a thing that started even before the internet and the Newsnet, basically, the old news groups, uh, around about 1985, and um, it was about the idea of a Darwin Award. It was celebrating people that are so stupid, they actually take themselves out of the gene pool by dying. Or by sterilising themselves via their own actions, right? Okay, right. By, by doing by doing stupid things. Right, I'm just going to Google that just now while you fill a wee bit of space here, mate. So Darwin Awards, cool. Yeah. So basically, the most Darwin Awards are actually presented, obviously, uh, posthumously, uh, Jack, because they have to die to qualify for it. Well, that sounds um, about right. Yeah. So I'm on their Wikipedia yeah. page. Well, there's rules. Right, there's, okay. there's quite a big bunch of rules actually. The rules are quite interesting if you want to go through some of them. Right, okay. So rules. Uh, Northcut, <clears throat> who I'd imagine is the guy that started it, he's got five requirements. So we've got an inability to reproduce. Uh, normally must be dead or rendered sterile, basically. That is that's it. So this may be subject to dispute, potential award deeds, maybe out of the gene pool because of age. Uh, others have already reproduced before their deaths. To avoid debates about the possibility of in vitro fertilisation, artificial insemination or cloning, the original Darwin Awards applied the following deserted island test to potential winners. So <laughs> it's actually got like, uh, not science behind it, but they, they've thought about the, the sort of uh, qualms about it. If the person were unable to reproduce when stranded on a desert island with a fertile member of the opposite sex, he or she would be considered sterile. Winners of the awards in general either are dead or have become unable to use their cock and balls or their sexual organs. Yes. So, you need to really fuck your balls up. <laughs> yeah, so thank fuck that guy was using the suction of his stomach rather than his balls to what pull that, that truck. Um, the second row is around excellence and it's astoundingly okay. stupid judgment. Um, the candidate's foolishness must be unique and sensational, likely because the award is intended to be funny. 
number of foolish but common activities such as smoking in bed are excluded from consideration. In contrast, uh, self-immolation caused by smoking after being administered a flammable ointment in a hospital and told not to smoke as grounds for nomination. Right, okay. uh, one horrible mention goes to a man who attempted suicide by swallowing nitroglycerin pills. He then tried to detonate them by running into a wall. Um, nitroglycerin, uh, the, the dynamite, basically. Yeah, <laughs> or basically, TNT. Like, basically <laughs> swallowing right. dynamite and running into walls with it. <laughs> I bet normally um, attempting suicide, according to this, would normally disqualify the inductee. And there's, there's rules under development, basically. That's to discourage notoriety seekers like from going like that, right, I'm going to just kill myself and try to live on in the memory of people by getting a, uh, a Darwin Award, basically. Self-selection, which is the cause of one's own demise. Killing a friend with a hand grenade would not be eligible because basically that would just be murder. But killing oneself while manufacturing a homemade chimney cleaning device from a grenade would be eligible. <laughs> that's got that's got a reference. So <laughs> somebody's tried to do that. Just uh, shove a grenade up a chimney, that'll clean it. Yeah, to earn a Darwin Award, one must have killed oneself or rendered oneself sterile, merely causing death to a third party. Is that sufficient? Well, that's good that you don't get a Darwin Award for murdering people. <laughs> Here's, here's one which I, here's one that I reckon is pretty um, pretty. I don't believe it. Basically, uh, maturity and be capable of sound judgment. Okay. A nominee must be at least past the legal driving age and free of mental defects. <laughs> oh, the uh, brackets here. <laughs> yeah, brackets. Northcott considers injury or death caused by mental defects to be tragic rather than amusing, and routinely disqualifies such entries. Um, after much discussion, a small category render regarding deaths below the age limit also exists. Entry into this category requires the peers of the candidate to be of the opinion that the actions of the person in question were above and beyond the limits of reason. So people that kill themselves as children trying to do this would need their parents' permission and confirmation they were trying to do this. Some really, yeah, some really interesting language in this next paragraph. Yeah, in 2011, the awards targeted a 16-year-old boy in Leeds who died stealing copper wiring. Uh, the standard minimum driving age in Great Britain is 17. Yeah, they're, they're um, just about they're targeted. Awards don't target people, do they? Do you know what I mean? That just sounds yeah, weird. That is weird, actually, yeah. I wonder the if that's recognized yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it must be. You would, you would say recognised. But anyway... Um, that's Wikipedia yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. In 2012, Northcutt made similar light of a 14-year-old girl in Brazil who was killed while leaning out of a school bus window, but she was disqualified for the award itself because of the likely public objection owing to the girl's age, which Northcutt assessed as based on magical thinking. What the fuck's magical thinking? Magical, magical thinking. Superstitious thinking, right. Okay, it's a belief that unrelated events are casually connected despite the absence of any plausible casual link between them. Right, okay. Right, uh, veracity is the last one, I think. Yeah, so events must be verified. Okay, so the story must be documented by reliable sources, for example, news. I like the way they put reputable newspaper articles because I remember I, I thought, like, the fucking headlines and, like, the star and shit like that were real. This <laughs> 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 the, the, the sport. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I was pure, like, 
disappointed that like aliens weren't shagging guys and stuff like that. <laughs> if the story's found to be untrue, it's disqualified, but particularly amusing ones are placed in the urban legends section of the archives. Despite this requirement, many of the stories are fictional, often appearing as original submissions and presenting no further sources and unverified eyewitnesses. Most such stories on Northcott's Darwin Awards are filed in the personal accounts section. So there's different accounts and stuff like that. So I, I, I knew the Darwin Awards, I'd heard of it, um, but I didn't realise it was so sort of um, rule-based. And um, There's a couple of notable uh, recipients. Um, so this is the Urban Legend one, the driver of the Jato rocket car. So what's the Jato rocket car? Um, a man who supposedly met his death in a spectacular manner after mounting a Jato unit. A rocket engine helped to uh, make heavy aircraft take off uh, onto an ordinary automobile. Um, it was a folded email back in 1986. But Mythbusters debunked it. You know. um, I've heard of this guy, the next guy, Gary Hoy, mate. Have you got him there? <laughs> yeah, so Gary Hoy is a guy that fell from the 24th story of the Toronto Dominion Centre uh, while attempting to demonstrate to a group of students that windows were unbreakable. Um, it turns out they weren't unbreakable they were very much breakable and uh, he fell to his death from the 24th story as he fell out the window I I thought the whole window went out like the window didn't break I I, I think the whole pane went out (laughs) oh right so it didn't smash it just gave in the the whole pane like it wasn't sealed in right or something I think I'm not 100% sure maybe I've just made that up in my head um, Charles Stevens was the first guy to die while attempting to go over the Niagara Falls in a barrel and then Larry Williams uh, jumped in a lawn chair balloon thing and tried to get into well he ended up in controlled airspace basically <laughs> that's pretty high up he he went as high Jack as um, f- nearly 5,000 metres did he? Um, basically yeah 5,000 metres did, did he die then? He put forty five he was trying to get that award, yeah. He got he put put forty five helium filled balloons around a garden chair. And um, <laughs> he went he went five thousand feet up and on his way down he got entangled in power lines and that's how he died. Right, okay. So oh he no, he die. didn't die. He didn't die. Well he must have well, his boss didn't work after then. <laughs> yeah, how did he get that award? He sterilized himself. He was arrested when he came down. He was fined four thousand um, dollars. He right, okay, all right, okay. This it's always a nice ending, right? In his later life, he did volunteer work for the United States Forest Service. He broke up with his girlfriend of fifteen years, and at the age of forty-four, he killed himself by shooting himself in the heart. <laughs> I genuinely thought you were going to say he lived out life like the guy from Up or something like that. Oh, fucking hell. No, he took himself out into the forest and shot himself in the heart. Right, this isn't about the Darwin Awards, but this is about talented people. Really talented people. So far, we've got you in the lead with uh, 9.5, because as always, you've um, been uh, magnanimous um, with your yes. um, scoring yourself and getting yourself 10. But you would have gave yourself 8, man, like, Come on, but <laughs> we've got finger snapping. Um, I'm not going to tell you the tune. I'm not going to tell you the tune or the listeners the tune. So put the finger snapping one on. Right, if this plays in slow motion, right, we'll leave Aye. it for a second and see if it makes it easier to recognise it or not, right, before I fix it. I don't think it will be, but if it goes in slow motion, we'll, we'll see what it's like. Yeah, go. Yeah.
Them for what I think, yeah. Yeah, just about. Well, it keeps going fucking hell, didn't it, that long? <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think I think we can all see that's the Super Mario theme tune. Um, uh-huh. it, it does lose its way about halfway through, I think. It recovers in the end, but about halfway through, it's just a noise. This video's got 12 million views on YouTube. <laughs> okay. And I think, is this the guy? I might have been Fart Symphony that said it was the number one rated video on YouTube for a day. I think I was a Fart Symphony guy, actually. But yeah, that, this guy clicking like that um, has got 12 million views on YouTube. But to be an I early adopter, you know what I mean? Like, to, to think of the shit you could have put up years ago <laughs> that would have yeah. just garnered fucking views nowadays, man. You know what, it's, though? See, they see the, the really early stuff. It was before they had the the monetization stuff. So a lot of these early folk that had the big ones made fuck all out of it. All right, Charlie bit my finger and stuff like that. I think they got there just in time, but some of the earlier ones before that got nothing. Um, that that one, the pre- more impressive than doing the tune jack is how loud his finger snaps are. Because you've got a good finger snapper, yeah. I'll do a finger snap. We'll see how loud it is. I'm going to hold it up to the mic. So you seem louder than me. I'm going to tie the Super Mario Bros, but it's fucking roasting right there. Right, do do do. Uh, my my right hand's so sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I can't click. Uh, you can't do it with one hand. No, fuck that. Yeah. I, okay. I bet I can figure it out if both my hands were dry in probably about 10 minutes. 12 million okay. views on YouTube, guys. Um, um, scores, gonna... I keep giving everybody four, but he's getting a four for losing his way, like you say, man. I'm going to give him a five. So another four and a half for fingers. Okay. Right. Um... Back to China, I think. And this yeah. one, you were, talk- you were talking about fake shit earlier. Do you know what? Just play this and yeah. again see if you could guess at all what this Chinese guy's doing. Yeah, let's play this fucking fraud. Oh, <laughs> slow, motion slow motion again. <laughs> I love this one. Um, like I say, he's not taking any of this bad shit out. Can I ask? Fucking technology here. Um, right, here we go. And it's playing. Hey. <laughs> the very obviously overdubbed electricity sound effect, man, is just. <laughs> So let me let me try and describe this one. What you've got here is a Chinese fella, and he's basically got what you can only describe as like a jump cable sort of thing. Two different basically, electronic prongs, and he's holding one in each hand, and he holds them tight. And the idea is that he is generating and conducting electricity through his own body. And they demonstrate this by suddenly a skewer appearing on the camera with some sausages on it, and these sausages suddenly. Become smoking and steaming and um, sizzling. Not through fire, as you would expect, but from electricity. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. So the whole thing's fucking nonsense. Zero points. 
Yeah, this cunt gets zero. Yeah, electricity guy gets fuck all. I'm just taking a wee note of this. Electricity guy. Can you give him minus points? Fuck knows. Nah, yeah, minus nothing's six. enough. Minus six, so minus three average. Cool. Minus three average. Pish. Absolutely terrible. Now, the next one's got quite a lot of uh, noise in it. And I think my better... Dis- <laughs> I'm going to describe this one before we put it on, actually. This is a, a multitasking master, supposedly. And what are, what are his multitasking skills? You're probably thinking to yourself. He's got two nose trumpet things. Well, I think they're just like clarinets or something that he's stuck in his nose. They're not specifically for his nose. And then, for no apparent reason, he's got two heavy buckets, like closed pegged to his eyelids, basically. And he's playing... Is it a recognisable tune? I can't remember. Stick it on, we'll see. See what it sounds like, mate. If it goes in slow motion, who cares? <laughs> that tune? Is the right speed, though? I think. I think so. It's not. Again. I think. <laughs> I, I think the tune is Mary had a little lamb. Well, it's um, not at the right speed. Then <laughs> try and play it again and see if it's any fucking better. Because, like, do they still play recorders at schools now? Like, you used to get forced to play a recorder. No, there we are. <laughs> what the? Is it just a? <laughs> It's just a Chinese song. <laughs> Any Chinese listeners, let us know. Oh, wait. That kind of sounded like Mary had a little lamb at the end. Yeah. Um, they didn't know Mary had a little lamb in China, surely. No, maybe, maybe they've got a, hmm. a version of it. Right. Maybe not. Um, I think we should say that You've described him here as he's holding up two heavy buckets uh, from his eyelids. I didn't see any evidence of the buckets being heavy. They looked empty to me. <laughs> right, okay, I never, again, I only watched this video once and that was plenty. <laughs> and now we're making you guys fucking listen to them. <laughs> I feel yeah. bad for you. I've I, I just noticed a note that I took here as well. If we, if we just rewind to the man conducting electricity, for some reason he's dressed like Ray Mysterio Jr., I was about to say he's wearing like a fucking really shitty super man, like <laughs> superhero costume type thing. Yeah, he's dressed right. like Rey Mysterio for some reason, right. um, which is mad, um, mad, mad, mad. Um, right, multi multitask master. Um, he's playing a bit of a tune. He's got buckets attached to his eyelids. He's doing something. He's doing two different things that I couldn't do. So you've got to hold him some respect for that. I'll give him six. So I was going to give him four. I've given everybody four apart from the fun guy. <laughs> I knew, mate, obviously. Um, so that's five. <clears throat> okay, okay. Okay, our next slow motion video is something clicking oh, there. Something oh, we'll clicking see, see if it goes in slow motion first. Actually, I'm going to try something else and I bet you I can make it go properly. Right. Right. Um, right okay, if you're, so if you're, looking, if you're looking for a variety of different tunes on this pod... You've came to the wrong place, right? Clicking teeth. Yeah. Let's see what this guy. What tune this guy plays? This is the Mario song. Oh fuck! You see, yeah. 
think uh, that's painful. Listen to the reaction. Listen, that's the sort of energy we should have in this pod. Um, I don't. I didn't enjoy that. That's a zero for me because I find. Oh, the did you prefer the clicky fingers, guy? I think the idea of tapping your teeth so loud together like that it turns my stomach a little bit. It can't be good for your teeth. Well, do you know what? I'm going to give them four. So, two. <clears throat> right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know why I put this ball in, man. But fuck it, it's getting played. Again, just play it with no context and see if the smartest guy in the world could figure out what's happening here. It's in slow motion again, fuck check. <laughs> why does this need, do this, man? Need to um, speak. Right, if anybody right. from Zencaster's listening... Fucking fix that because that's a problem at your end. That's going fast now. Oh. <laughs> okay. Any idea? Well, I just watched it, so I've got a very good idea. Um, <laughs> Right, we'll just we'll just we'll just stop the show here, right, and we'll come back next week and see if anybody <laughs> guesses that one, right? <laughs> no, this is it's entitled "Man Uses Giant Chopsticks," and you can tell it's outside. I think there's some sort of let's say ambient background noise, uh, which I think happens quite a lot in China. You know, people just go to the park and it's like they sit about and relax. They're in some sort of park, and there's a middle-aged can't remember if it's a wee China man or a wee China lady sitting. And this guy has got 12-foot chopsticks. And what is it he picks up? I can't remember what he picks up, but he's feeding this person. Uh, (laughs) Tomatoes, refilled tomatoes. (laughs) I can't even remember if he only uses one hand as well, does he? (laughs) I think he uses two. Um, But yeah, he... It's it's not as impressive to feed somebody else with the chopsticks. Feeding yourself with twelve foot chopsticks, <laughs> you'd have to almost like spin them round back the way to your mouth. I'd like oh. to have seen that. So, um, listen, chopsticks are difficult to manoeuvre at the best of times. Yeah, making them bigger, do. I don't know if making them bigger makes it harder or easier. Um, three for me. Four, three point five. Okay. Right. I um, I, I've got one more left, which is one that was sent in, Jack. But I, I need to say that I I'm I'm actually dumbstruck that we've got forty two minutes out of this so far. Um, <laughs> Fuck it. But, <laughs> this is a new low. Um, <laughs> Such a low. Oh. Yeah. But you know I mean, what? The, I've, I've kind of stopped caring. Um, because we've we've got a core of listeners. We've got a patrons, right? That's unless something really fucking pops in the next. However many months, unless something just pops like, a, like fucking, I don't know. You just stumble upon something and people listen to that and then go back. We kind of are where we are, and I'd imagine that most people are still listening. <laughs> like I generally think most people are still tuned in. If you're a patron, leave a comment and let us know if, if you're still listening now. Forty two minutes in, get us in, um, like on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, we've absolutely butchered the podcasting like the rules of podcasting basically like don't put visual shit in um, don't edit out mistakes, don't smoke fags stuff like that, talking about butchering stuff, haha, <laughs> see what I've done there um, 
David Cox Butchers as our new sponsor. And again, sorry, sorry to the patrons. We normally we don't we don't do this, but we know that you guys are good enough to sh- to sh- spend money on this shit. Why not spend money on fucking tasty as shit meat, Colin? And as listeners, what bonuses do you get for listening to us? Well, you actually, you get a special code that you can use on the website, which gives you free delivery, which means that you can get top class meat, um, other butcher related snacks direct to your house, and not pay any delivery for it just by using the code WTM free Dell F R E E D E L. Um, stick that in, and it will get you the free delivery. So please do that and uh, support not only us but um, the best butchers in Glasgow. And that's not just me saying that; they got an award. They did get an award, 100%. So we'll finish it off with our only actual entry. To be fair, I only put the call out at 2 o'clock today and I didn't expect anybody to even get back to me. We did have somebody say, uh, wait there, again. Oh, pardon me. Oh, fuck. Just... Simon, um, I can crack my big toe continuously. If I wanted to, I could do it non-stop until the day I die. It is an infinite source of cracking. Also, there is no way I am sending proof, as that would be fucking weird. And my pleas of please, like my please, like pleading somebody of just the word mm-hmm. please for them to send in, didn't work. But Arthur Campbell, I play the bugle, not sure if it's obscure enough, and he sent a video, and it's not fucking there anymore. <laughs> He's deleted it. What a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> There was a video when he was standing, he was on a, like, on at the edge, edge of a boat, him and his pal who played the bugles, and they were playing the bugle, and it was quite good, and I was going to play it for you guys, and Alistair was going to win. It would have been the last post on the bugle, but, fuck up, Alistair, you've ruined the show. <laughs> you have ruined the show, what a shit way to end, right, Colin, you get 9.5, so you win, good stuff, and uh, Fart Symphony, and the second guy, whoever that was. Who was that again? <laughs> Forgot. First Symphony uh, was second. Super Grip. Uh, Super Grip was the next one, yeah. Right, okay. That's it, man. That's that's the show done. Excellent. Okay. I hope you've enjoyed this. Slightly different show this week. Um, we'll do something slightly different again next week, no doubt. Thank you for listening. Right, bye. Bye. Need to quickly record an apology to Alistair Campbell because I called him a cunt during the call him and he actually did send in his video like let's see if you can hear this probably not but Well done, Alistair. Me and Colin give you 10 out of 10. You win the talent show after me calling you a bad name.